try to turn this on. Ha, that'll be easy. It's called Wits Boredom Bust. We will be reviewing Member of the Family Part 1 and 2, Recollections, and A Change of Heart. Also, we got a Guess That Clip segment for you, and you guys should really check it out. Yep. So up next is Member of the Family Part 1 and 2. Alright, so we're going to review Member of the Family Part 1 and 2. First, going to give some information here. The original air date was March 12th, 1988, and the second was March 19th, 1988. And the writers are Steve Harris and Susan McBride, sound designer Bob Trail. This episode is about when Witt's grandson Monty comes to visit for the summer. Him and his grandpa run into some difficulties, and then they sort it out, but then... Monty's mom comes, and there's even more difficulties. But there's also a lot of healing, so. That's an awesome summary. Thanks. All right, this is our review from Member of the Family, Part 1. And uh, right off, you just get some basic information about Wit's family. This is uh, very... has a lot of facts about Wit's family, of course. Hence the name. And... First off, it starts off telling you um, about his daughter, Jenna. Jenna! Jenna! Sorry. Sorry, I got messed up. And um, that she's divorced and she has two kids, Monty and... Uh, forgot Jennifer. Jennifer. Jenny. No, Jen- yeah. Jennifer Whitaker Dowd. Wow. Oh! <laughs> Impressive. Uh, I hope that's right, because, you know, I just said, oh, so it's just like, if that was wrong, I'd be looking like such a... Okay, anyways, idiot. right away when, you know, you can't, Monty comes into the scene, you kind of tell, you know, he's kind of bratty. Right away? Just yeah. like, go back home, kid. Don't come. <laughs> You're not good enough for what? <laughs> yeah, what? I always felt jealous when I was little. I was like, Mr. Whitaker has grandkids. I was like, no. I want to call him Grandpa. <laughs> I want to call him Grandpa. Okay, anyways. um, And then, like, you hear Monty's carrying a bunch of, what, like, tapes? Movie tapes? And, wait, VCRs? We don't have any of those anymore. Those are old. My grandma has one. They're, and... <laughs> You know, you can't really actually get that right. 
I mean, if you write anything about movies or TVs, they're gonna get old no matter what. I mean, even if they said DVD players, you know, nowadays it'll get old. Now if you say DVD, it'll be like two years not from now, it'll be like... My... Blu-ray? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, even if they said DVD, they're, you know, we'd be like, what? You know what? We have Blu-ray players now, and they don't keep going and up and up and up. Soon laptops are going to be out. Yep. And so that was just one hint to, like, how old this episode is. But that's not really old. But anyways. And um, <laughs> then you see, right, when Wen and Monty get home, Monty starts acting like a brat. You're just like, be quiet. And then, uh, you know, they start arguing. And actually, you hear... You hear that what has a TV, and yeah, you're like I was so confused. I was like, what? And later, you in the later of the series, you hear that he doesn't have a TV because it distracts him, and he's a TV. Well, I guess he probably could have gotten rid of it in that time. True, but I doubt that. (laughs) They got it wrong. (laughs) No. Anyways, um, then you Monty goes up in his room and. He starts playing this really old music, another old, a date, a date. Out of date music? Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it's 80s music. It's like 80s rock and roll. They did it in the 80s. I know, that's why it is, this episode's a little dated because of those two major factors. Whatever. Then Monty finds out that he left his money in the bathroom and it gets lost. Then what makes him work for it? Work for it. And... If, man, I would, if... I would be happy that he let me work for it. I mean, they're going to a man, eh? And Wit's letting him, like, pick boxes up and, like, move them out. He's like, pick up these cardboard boxes and move them to a different room. It's yeah, like, and, and, he said, and he says, that's going to get you enough to get in the movies for a man, eh? And a man, eh, is probably, I don't know, $5? No, but it was cheaper than now. Yeah, maybe it was. It was probably, like, 3 Wow. Wow. That's a lot. <laughs> I know, I was like, I was like, I'll do it. That's like, oh, man. I do that a hundred times over. I want five dollars for movie boxes. <laughs> <laughs> but then we hear this imposter, Jimmy. Yeah, I wrote that too. I was like, <laughs> who is this guy? <laughs> I want to hear more about Jimmy. Yeah, where's Connie? I mean, she was introduced into this episode already. Yeah, this this was already this was a episode in. Oh, that's right. Family portraits. It was a family portrait. So they just put out a random guy. They probably picked the actor off the street. You know. No, I, he <laughs> sounded really familiar. What? Yeah, I think I've heard him on this before. No. Nope. Yeah, huh? Jimmy. Oh yeah, no, no, I think yeah. Yeah, yeah, probably. I think he's Actually, a common actor on this show. Anyway. Anyways. They like Jimmy so much, they named him after a little kid. That no. grew up to be the biggest no. Odyssey character ever. <laughs> That's how much they love this guy. This guy started it all. He's he the He's the original Jimmy. <laughs> no! I refuse to agree to that statement. He's like a... You know what? No, you know what? This is my theory. So, Jimmy... This is this it is this is travel. no yes this is the original Jimmy, except in the future episodes the current ones now, there's gonna be an episode about Jimmy, going in the teleporter all the way back to what teleporter? Wit's end, the one that Eugene builds. What? The one that Eugene builds. He's Eugene gonna he's gonna build yes he's going to. That's how everyone stays young forever. 
It's a teleporter. <laughs> what? And, I have not heard of this. And then Jimmy goes back, and, you know, he's like, whoa, where am I? And he's, he's acting like, nervous. I already know everything about what's in. I'm just going <laughs> to apply there. And no, and he's, like, he's nervous because he sees this kid just see him walk up, and he thinks someone's going to spot him. And he's like, oh, I don't know. You know, he's like, and then, like, that's why he told him, oh, you just do this and this, just to get out of the conversation. So that's really Jimmy. That's my... That's my theory. You no, know what? I'm going to send this. This is good. Send it in. This is, this is good. This is how you bring Jimmy back, people. <gasps> oh, I want to bring Jimmy back. Okay, anyways. And then, and then uh, after you there, uh, the cast register, whatever, scene, it like kind of skips. This episode doesn't waste any time. You know, it's getting right to the point, right to the lesson. And then it's after Wit has spanked Monty. And you got what you deserved, Monty. I'm sorry. <laughs> I the, wanted you to have that from the first minute you stepped off that plane. <laughs> and well, we all did. But and then Wet, uh, he started spinning his little mind and his tail, his weaving little parables. Well, right <laughs> the over puppy story. <laughs> the puppy story. He's he's a clever. That's a good story. I'm gonna use that. <laughs> Write it down and then use it on your kids when you're in the future. Yes. Now, yeah, everyone. You know, your parents, before they spank you, they're always just Focus like, on the families helping kids become great parents before they even knew it. <laughs> I don't know if that's necessarily true, but okay. Okay, and then um, after this, you know, you can... They just totally skip again, another skip, all the way to the celebration at Wit's house with... Uh, no, it's Tom. not, isn't it? Oh, yep. yeah, yeah. Yeah, the skip, okay. and then right. celebration at Wood's house. No, you forgot to tell about when he calls. Oh, yeah. When he, he doesn't want to lift some cardboard boxes, so he calls his mom and freaks out on the phone. Oh, Mr. Whitaker's the meanest. Hey. And then his mom is just like, well, you don't actually hear her, but she says mm -hmm. she has to do this meeting thing and she can't come till later. Like, she doesn't even talk about it. I'm just like, you're just gonna go? But, 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 <laughs> you have to remember, just remember this, guys. Uh, when he called her, I don't think he, be she believed her. I don't think she believed her. Okay, just remember that. She, what? Well, she didn't believe him, I don't think. Oh. Okay. And then, okay, sorry that I got messed up with that. Remember that, she didn't believe him. And then, uh, so they caught again, Wits. Having a celebration at his house because of Tom's team, the Coyotes. No, have no, no. That doesn't make sense because if she didn't believe him, why would she travel that's all that way? That's what I'm doing. Just wait. I'm just telling the audience, our listeners, just remember that. No. She, did, she doesn't believe him on the phone. Okay, you're, you're messing up my flow. I don't care. Okay. Okay. Where am I? Oh, yeah. Celebration, Tom, Coyotes. Okay, they're having a celebration because they won. And uh, apparently Monty is in their team again. And between this conversation, you they kind of tell, you know, about how Monty's changed and, you know, they're not skipping yeah. any time. They're just, you know, laying that out. And then uh, Jenny appears. You mean Jana. Ugh, they sound the same. I hate all the J names. It's so confusing. John, It's like Jana. the Duggars all over oh, no. again. Whoa. John, Jana. Jason and Jerry. You Jason. never noticed that before? Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. Wow. Oh my word, they, Noah. I... They're like the Duggars. They are the... No, the Duggars copied them. What? <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is off subject. Okay, 
back, where am I? Okay, yeah, she comes, Jana. And, you know, she's like, you know, all mad, and she's in a hurry. And you can tell that she doesn't really want to talk to Wit, her father. She just wants to get out of there and just hurry up because she's already been on a long trip. And then uh, Monty, you know, he gets mad because he doesn't want to leave and tells uh, her, his mom, that Wit loves, you know, him more. Yeah. And because of the puppy story. <laughs> and then, you know, that Jana gets all mad, you know, and she demands to speak to Wit. So when Jana is emotionally unstable. And right here, no, no, this is my, my point. Right here, you, that Monty saying that gives something for her to yell at Wit. Through this whole, through the whole second episode, this is the beginning of the first, not the second. Just saying that, she's gonna find excuses, excuses to get mad at her for, and really all she wants is attention. And seriously, that's all she needs is love. Just give it to her already. <laughs> and she's just you know trying to find ways to get mad at Wit, and she's yelling at him, and Wit's all confused, you know, and he's like all worried. And you can this this whole episode was planned so that you know. Wit doesn't seem like some kind of perfect person, saying, you know. And they've done that really well by seeing, you know, all the problems and all the things he did in the past. And they just deliver that really well. And then, after their yeah. argument... Oh, no, they don't have the argument. After, she's like, you know, what did you do to my song? And then ends the first episode. And then, next, we start reviewing the second episode. Part two. Wait, I have something to say. Okay. Obviously, she doesn't like that Wit spanked him. But no, no, I'm getting on to that. Uh, you, can, you can rant, too. I want to rant. Okay, just wait. <laughs> okay, and, um, so then they start arguing in the second episode, just like I said, and she's arguing about, you know, you know, you, what, what have you done to my son? You know, you made him weird. And then... <laughs> <laughs> He's better, don't you see? <laughs> and, uh, then she's getting mad at him, and... You know, Wit's kind of, like, giving her, giving the right answers. And then she finds out, like, you know, she's wrong about, you know, all that. And then she finds another thing to get mad at Wit for. She's just trying to find things. And she remembers what Monty said about Wit on the phone. And she just takes out her man. I don't believe that she actually believed Monty, but now she wants to believe just to get mad at Wit. Then why did she come? I still don't understand. What you're well, because she... Just, just ignore that like, part. Any sensible person would call their child a second time to talk things out and to make sure he still wanted. I mean, children are really finicky. Like, you can't just... Ah, it's so dumb. I can't even believe well, it. Well, she probably then wanted to get mad at Wit. She's looking for ways, as you can see. And then Wit accidentally slips up saying, oh... You know, well, apparently whatever your teachings and parenting is not working on him. And then that mess up, you know, Wit's not perfect. That's another reason that's really well that written. You know, Wit just messed up accidentally in his anger. That gives Jana a totally new reason to get mad at him. You know, and then it leaves. Jana leaves, and um, she goes at the hotel. And then this conversation between Wit and Tom, you know, they're talking about it. And you can, you know, in this part, you can see that, you know, Tom and Wit are kind of really close. And you're seeing their relationship, you know, him, like, talking to him and discussing his problems. And you can just really see their relationship a little more, too. That's another thing people overlook that I just wanted to point to. Then after it, 
uh, Jenna comes to pick him up, and Monty's gone. He, he snuck out. And they're looking for him. Oh, where is he? And then he smashed Wit's window. He's at the police station. What? <laughs> I don't understand how he went from running away to smashing Wit's window. Doesn't he know? Know what? I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't he know? <laughs> well, he was mad. He wanted attention. He's just like his mom. Yes, yeah, see? It's the family thing. It's, it's family, family it's, it's, feud. It's in the genes. And, okay. And then, um... Then comes the end argument between Jana and Wit. This whole episode's basically just them arguing. It is. But it's, like, a good arguing. Like... Like, it's interesting. It's not just, like... No, I mean, it's important, and it's well-written. Yeah, that's what interesting means. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so they're arguing, and... Then it's kind of like their forgiving state. Oh, wait, no, what am I doing? What am I doing? Ah, I messed up. Sorry, uh... Let's go back to the beginning, uh... The beginning?! Sorry, not the beginning, uh... Uh, skip whatever I said with the conversation, because before that, they send Monty up to his room, and then... Jana comes over, you know, she's disciplining, talking to her son. And the thing I want to say here is, Wit is a sneaky little guy. He's... You already, always say that! I know, he is. He's just a little... He's a, he's an eavesdropper. Wait, he, I don't remember, what? He eavesdrops, you know, he goes up there. She's, you know, talking to her son and disciplining him and stuff. And then Wit comes up here and he's like, whoa, whoa, and he starts, you know... Getting into the argument and conversation. And oh, okay, yeah. I was like, whoa, wit. I ain't no dropping nothing. You're eavesdropping. Another He's dropping trait. He's dropping everywhere. Okay, and then, I just thought that was really sneaky and weird. But he's not perfect, like this episode is trying to explain. <laughs> and then, then comes the argument, like I was talking about before, in the forgiveness kind of state. And then wit gives this really perfect, you know, argument about... I think this is actually the first time we hear about Jerry's death. Yep. And him in the war, and that, you know, his wife drowned herself in work, and, you know, Jason didn't really have any problems because he was a little younger. He dealt with it better. And Whit didn't have anything to do, so he just spent way too much time with Jason. No, it was because he didn't want... They weren't sure when the war was going to end, so he was afraid that Jerry... I mean... Jason would be called to war, so he wanted to spend all the time he could possibly spend with Jason just in case he got called to war. Oh, yeah. I didn't... Sorry, I got mixed up. And so, like, Jenna got left out, and then thus comes, you know, her trying to get all this intention by just, you know, arguing these... Understandably, she wants attention. I can, yeah. Like, I used to hate Jenna, but now that I listen to this episode, I can kind of relate and... Well, not relate, but just, like, understand. <laughs> she can relate. No, I can't! <laughs> and then, you know, comes for you in the stage, and everyone's hugging. It's, Yay! It's happy time. And he Even gives her... though next time Jana comes, it's going to be horrible again. <laughs> well, they're starting a relationship again, so... It's not going to just automatically be perfect. Just... I wish Like, wit isn't perfect, like this episode is trying to address. Anyways, now I'm going to give our... Final summary reviews. This episode was good. It was very... It was really good. I just love hearing about, you know, how Wit's problems and, you know, all his... You've already said All his dealings <laughs> with. 
I'm just saying it again. This is my summary. So that's why I give it uh, four stars. Just four. I'd probably give it four and a half. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I like what? it a lot. I'd probably listen to it again like a million times. Have you no, listened to it a bunch? But, like, I always heard that fight scene, you know, in the Mortal Coil mm -hmm. about... This is my son. Kind the of flashback. Yeah, flashback. And I like never heard this episode until now, so it's just like, this is awesome. I know what's going on. So now you guys know that she can't be the ultimate fan because she hasn't heard that episode before. That's now. mean. That's the cold truth. No, it isn't. Well, it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, up next is the clip contest. Now it's time for our Guess That Clip segment here in the Boredom Buster Podcast. And last time the old judge got it. And it was our daily bread. Congratulations! Your brilliance is being shout-outed on our podcast. Yay! Yay! Yeah, hey. Okay, now for our next mysterious clip. This it's really not that mysterious. Yeah, this one's pretty easy. It's actually kind of easier than the first one, so... Wow, a sweater. A very tiny sweater with four arms. It's for your turtle. So send it to us anyway, you know, Gmail, whatever. Facebook, whatever. On with our review for Recollections. Alright, so we're going to be reviewing Recollections, but first... The original air date was March 26, 1988. Writer Phil Lawler, sound designer Bob Luttrell. In this episode, Tom tells Connie the story about Wit's wife's death and how he eventually came to have Wit's end. Yep. Next time on Adventures in Odyssey. Wit's wife, Jenny, she had this fiery red hair and hazel eyes that snapped at you when she spoke. Tom Riley tells Connie about some special moments from Mr. Whittaker's past. Did you know Wit's End was really her idea in the first place? You're kidding. No, sir. Don't miss this look back on the next Adventure in Odyssey. Okay, so this is a review for Recollections, and there's a lot of background and history in this episode. We're going to try to get that all in here. Uh, first thing was Miller the Monkey is in the intro. Yep. If you don't know what Jungle Jam is, you are missing out on life. Yes. He is voiced by Phil Lawler and was actually... A big part of Jungle Jam. Well, yeah, he, he was wrote like it. A main he movie. wrote it and he voiced it. Anyways, we're not talking about Jungle I want to talk about Jungle Jam. Okay, and to uh, start this off with um, the history, we hear uh, Tom say that he was in the town council at the beginning, and that's how he kind of met Wit his first year. They gave him Wit an award for uh, for being a teacher. I don't know if he's a high school teacher or not. I think he is. But, um, and no, then, I think he's a college professor. Maybe. I, I don't know. But that's the second thing. We learned that Wit was a teacher. So we got two facts already. And then uh, 
Then we start learning a lot about uh, Jenny, his wife. And this whole thing is basically a flashback that um, what Aunt Tom is telling Connie. And uh, the next thing I, uh, I thought about was um, the Glassman is in this, and is voiced by... Paul McGusker. Yep. And he doesn't like his voice, but he sounds... He sounds so evil. I'm sorry, but he just sounds like the evilest evil I ever heard. Wow, that's really mean. I'm sorry, but it's You should true. be encouraging. Even when he's doing voice. like those parental warnings, it's with like, Hi, this is Paul McCusker. I sound really evil right now. <laughs> okay. That's It's horrible, no. Stop before you get any more hate. Okay. Mail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. And uh and then we hear about the, for, I forgot what his company was, but the foundation that wants to buy the rec center so that they can build a mall. forgot what it's called. I should have wrote it down. I'm sorry. But we found out later that it was owned, oh, the Webster Development Company or something. Webster Development Foundation. Yes. And we, or something like that. and later we, you know, you kind of find out that that was run by Regis Blackard, but that's later. So, oh, I Whoa, you just... Spoiler I alert! I should have said spoiler alert. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Let uh, me just put this for the record. That was a compliment, Paul McCuster. I mean, who can pull off a voice that evil? Just step. No one! <laughs> okay. You are a talented man. Then, um, while uh, the court takes a recess, because they're in court, and... Actually, while they were arguing, you could tell, and by through this whole episode when they are arguing in court, that Jenny isn't really winning, and Glassman is probably, you know, gonna win, and he has the all the great points, and she's just failing, and she's not getting a lot of good testimonies. And then David or, Harley shows up. I mean, yeah, Cadet Harley is just like, oh, could things get worse right now? Yeah. <laughs> But this is probably, like, the third or... Yeah, third. The third episode, <clears throat> not in order, but that they didn't cut Officer Harley out. But he wasn't really a policeman, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, he was just a cadet, guys. He was hmm. learning still. And so while uh, they took a break and a recess, you know, you hear that, you know, Jenny's sick and ill and she was working and she had a sore throat before and she never really recovered then it moves on to um her fainting you just totally skipped no she faints and then you hear she had a sore no in the recess what's like saying you oh yeah, yeah, yeah you're right you're right you're right i was like gonna be like hello you skipped the fainting part but, oh. and but to go back um Right when I kind of heard Wit and, you know, just him and his conversation with Jenny, it was just, um, it, you could tell that he was different. He wasn't as, I don't know. Yeah, he was like... That he was changing. He you was could, like a real old man. <laughs> kind of grouchy. <laughs> but, um, then, you know, you could just tell that he wasn't the same as he was to date. And, well, that's the whole point of this episode, you know, to tell, you know... How all these characters got up to the point, you know, and looking back. Except and, Tom Riley seems pretty much the same. Yeah. I think he's going to be same for, like, 
the next hundred years. But the next thing you hear is that Wit was a businessman. He said it to Jenny, and I don't. He it was probably the Universal Press Foundation, probably something with that. But you just hear that, and then you know Chen Jenny fades, and then comes uh, the very wonderfully acted and very sad scene with Wit and his wife. It's a tearjerker. Yep, that's probably one of the well best acted scenes. Or Mortar Coil was really good too. Yeah, but this But was, they replay that. It's always, <laughs> it's always in the hospital. It is. <laughs> but uh it like was Karen, um, when she took Oh, okay. I'm getting just it <laughs> get, Yeah, just hold on. And um it's probably the best uh scene, acted scene, up to date, which was only really one album that reviewed, but this was probably <laughs> We're gonna have to find. We're gonna probably have to compare other parts to this so far, till we find one that's better. But and also, um, sorry, I'm. Oh man, I'm getting way too ahead of myself. Skipping up, my notes are all messed up. Sorry, but uh, you hear uh, when Jenny and Glassman are arguing. You know, uh, Glassman saying they're they're gonna build arcades, but. Do you know, kids don't really play in arcades anymore. Um, Noah? No. You can't compare the 80s to now, okay? I know, I'm just saying, but, like, you know, they always try to avoid all that pop culture, and they do that, but there's also other stuff that they lost. But that is actually kind of forgivable when they talk about the arcades, because uh, we still have them, but no one really plays in them as much. Oh, you're saying that when they were writing the show, they tried to avoid stuff that... Well, they always do. Yeah, I know. But but you can say that you can say that's okay because it's a flashback. You know. Oh, that's true. It is a flashback. Back in the times, but But still Still, yeah. But it doesn't matter. Whatever. I was just I was just mentioning. We love it. So when uh, after that awesome part where the sad part and then the hospital, then it moves on to basically they put off the whole thing for a month and then it moves on to the scene where most people don't like with uh, Tom and Harley visiting Wit. Well, who would like that scene? Cause he's so mean. He's like. Because most people <laughs> who don't like this episode say that's the reason. Because Wit's mean. <laughs> that's what they say. And I I like this episode. I like. It's good I, to I show like this part. Yeah. That part of Mister Whitaker that he's like not this saint. Mhm. Well, see, this is the thing. A member of the family, you know, was supposed to do that. And it did. And then comes this episode, which they're continuing that, you know? I mean, these those, these three episodes of Member Family Part 1 and 2 and Recollections, I believe, show more sides of wit and, you know, just finding the true wit, you know, and how he came to where he is now. They're making him more of a diverse character instead of just old man in his ice cream shop giving advice to kids. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, and uh, then they start arguing, and they're talking about, you know, what gets pretty mad at Tom about him saying, you know, we knew your wife, and he's like, you know, no one knew my wife as much as I did. And then when they're leaving, what Tom and Tom kind of, like, hits him with a low blow. Right? Whoa, I was like, Tom, he's, a, he's grieving, but I was just like... 
Oh my word. If someone said that to me, I'd be like, hold on while I get my Because, like, he leaves and is like, well, too bad you couldn't say the same thing about... She couldn't say the same thing about you. Yeah, no, I Or something him. like that. I was like, what? No. It was smooth. A smooth blow. It was blow. smooth, but it was mean. <laughs> then that, I, Whatever. He was mean, too. But they were both mean. It's okay. That's the, that's the scene where... That's the scene nobody likes. Because everyone's mean. Okay. <laughs> I like this anyways. Okay, and then we see Twit, and he goes to the rec center. Do-do-do-do. And then he meets a wonderful little girl named Jenny. But, um, the thing could be that this was kind of like a wake-up call from God, you know? Sending a little girl named Yo, Jenny. Yo, if you've seen one space alien, you've seen them all. <laughs> That's what God was trying to, to betray to wit. Probably. <laughs> but then after that, you know, he gets a flutter of inspiration and then runs up to the court and saves the day. Yep. Yay! But the thing, I, the question, the only question that this episode leaves me with is it doesn't really explore the, the spiritual side of wit buying or retrieving the rec center, what's end. You know, or, cause, um, I'm flipping over my but, uh, what was I gonna say, uh, you know, uh, we see Wit, and he goes, and he retrieves it by, you know, hit the Universal Press Foundation, and, but, you know, is he, is he retrieving and winning the rec center just for his wife? Or, or is he doing it because God has sent him there? You know, you know, it doesn't really tell about you know what God has to do with that part. And, and you know, you can tell by future episodes and everything that you know it's a good thing. What's end? You know, it's changing people's and kids' lives. But, you know, it doesn't really express or tell about that kind of part of it. And I was wondering if he is he just buying it to feel connected with his dead wife or no because he gave that part where he tells all about like how um like he had this whole speech um for what they were gonna do with the place and stuff yeah i know but still it seemed it kind of seemed like he ran over there right away but i guess it wasn't like that (laughs) i guess there was probably a day or two between him visiting the wreck and then saving the wreck. Yeah, it was kind of, it seemed last minute, but I feel like he probably did some. Then he makes a beautiful speech yes. at the end that goes on forever in history. What I always wanted to hear was like, you kind of hear about how Jana feels about her mother's death, and you definitely see Wit's um, reaction and like his life after it and what he had to deal with, but you never, like, Jason never talks about it, like, there's not an episode, I don't think, where he ever discusses it, yeah, like, you never, like, hear him say anything about it, or his story, or anything, or how he dealt with it, it's just like, yeah, what, <laughs> what, what was you going hear on? about how he dealt with it, you know, with his brother, it's like, Jason, where are you, like, where was he during this time, like, uh, oh, yeah, he wasn't I- living, Obviously, he wasn't there, otherwise he'd be like... Well... I guess he wasn't really introduced to the story yet, but still. Yeah, he was. No, he wasn't. 
Yeah, he was. Remember his family, they said. Yes, they I know, but he, his voice wasn't there. Oh, yeah, true. But, you know, they were they were moved out, and they probably, like, lived far away. And so they probably, there was a month, you have to know. There was a month separated. Yeah, between. I know, I know. So that I just feel like he should have been there. Like, if my mom died and I was in China and she died in America, I'd fly over. Well, they didn't. They didn't know. They didn't put that in. It was really basically I know, about, I know, you know, how I he got one. I just want to know what happened to Jason. Where is he? <laughs> well, now I'm, I'm going to give our, you know, overall thoughts and reviews. No, I have something else to say. It's about Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese. Because in Witt's speech, he says, we're kid, can just be kids. And that's what Chuck E. Cheese says, you know? Chuck- we're a kid, can be a kid. It's like... Chuck E. Cheese ripped them off. <laughs> <laughs> It did. No, wait. I'm going to look it up and see what came first, Chuck E. Cheese or this episode. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure uh, this episode. No, I'm pretty sure Chuck E. Cheese. It doesn't matter. It It matters. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, my overall opinion summary review, I'm going to give my stars uh, four and a half. I'll probably just do four. Four? Uh, Yeah. I thought you'd beat me, but okay. No. No? Well, the reason I'm giving... It for was because four and a half. First, my first star is going to the writing. It was just written very well. There's so much facts and history, and it tells. Yeah, it just like we hear a lot of emotional background about wit, and just hear a lot of facts about Tom in both of them, and see where they got. To and then you get that old now. fight where they're arguing. Yeah, no, you see all these different sides of wit Whoa. too, and those are. I'm giving it two stars for that. Oh, no, that was my writing. And I'm giving it two more stars for, uh, you know, the, all the history and all the facts, like I said before. And then my fourth star is going to the wonderfully acted scene, the sad scene. And then my next star... You have half a star. Half a star. <laughs> is just overall, it was just awesome. It's great. Well, I did not have a short summary of why I gave it four stars. I just like it that much. (laughs) There you go. Her in-depth review. And, uh, next we're gonna be reviewing Change of Heart. So, don't turn it off yet. Keep listening. Alright, we're gonna be reviewing Change of Heart. But first, we got some stuff. Uh, original air date was May 21st, 1988. Writer Paul McCusker. Show uh, designer was Bob Luttrell. This episode has Freddie Hart, and he is mercilessly bullied at his school. So he begs his mom and dad, oh, please, let me switch to schools. And then he, they let him switch, but it doesn't matter because he's still teased at his new school. Good morning, class. Next on Adventures in Odyssey. Before we begin today, I want to introduce a new member of our class at Odyssey Academy. Freddie Hart hopes a new school will change his image. I want to change so the kids at school will like me. Appearances can be deceiving. And about your hair. What's wrong with it? Freddie, it's Geek City. On the next Adventure in Odyssey. Okay, now it is our review. For a change of heart. Yes. This is sad episode. Actually, when I listened to this, I listened to it before, of course, and I actually did have a change of heart. I hated it more than I did before. <laughs> <gasps> oh! 
I changed my heart. That is mean. I love this episode, whoever wrote it. But I do not like Julius Schnitzelbonker. I'm sorry. I love that guy. He should be in every one, every episode. No, I feel, I don't know, he's just annoying. And his, whenever he's in the intro, the intro goes on forever. It's like its own mini episode. I'm just like... Well, that's what happens in the old beginnings. I know, but not only, it doesn't go as long usually. It only goes that long when it's truly a central bonger. I'm just like, please. You know we don't what? care about your eggs. We want to hear about Freddy. They should bring him back and he should just be, you know, a bantering with Chris forever. Should be, that should be its own episode. He should be the host, and Chris should be the co-host. Oh. Yeah. Fine, he can be the co-host, and Chris can be the host. But they're just so awesome. You know, he makes golden eggs. That's cooler than that. That's awesome. Moving on. <laughs> that was probably the best part. The beginning. Then it just got... No, the best part is Chuck Bolte. Yeah. Because we love you. First Bolte. appearance. Another, fir- <laughs> another first appearance by an actor. And he's actually really good at being a dad. Really good dad actor. And another appearance we had was Paul McCusker as the principal. And may I just say, he was the evilest sounding principal I ever heard. <laughs> you gotta stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just can't. He just sounds evil. I'm sorry. I love his voice. It's so smooth. It's awesome. I just want to be on his good side. <laughs> And this is actually kind of a sad episode. Yeah, a little, but my sadness comes in how he, how I, I'm, my sadness kind of got replaced by, like, frustration at, I uh, forgot, I even forgot the kid's name. Freddy! Fre- I got mad at him. Wait, is it Freddy? Yeah, it is, it is. I got mad at him. He's, not cut what you think, it's just because, you know, I'm frustrated that he gets hurt by those things. It's like, fuck he up. He kind of got beat up. <laughs> yeah, well, not not when he moved, you know, in the other one. He wasn't getting beat up by school. It was more I mental. I know, but it's still but, sad. I mean, like, when you're a little kid and kids are, like, bullying you and not wanting to be your friends and you're new, it's, like, mm-hmm. it's hard. Well, it's kind of hard to be friends with a kid who plays a harp. <laughs> okay, yeah, that and collects butterflies. I mean, really, he's asking for it, but <laughs> it's just I don't know. We're being the bullies now. <laughs> oh my word! Okay, no, but seriously, that was sad. I I, I, I didn't even that. know harp was an official instrument. <laughs> yeah, it is. What kind it's of, just that's what kind what, of person doesn't think a harp is an instrument? It. I thought it was like something ancient and boring, but anyways, you're ancient and boring. It's just weird. I don't even. Think a girl would ever want to play that either? <laughs> I don't know any of that. We're just making fun of him. Okay. We're so mean. Anyways, and another thing, I can't really imagine. Like, okay, so his friend. Well, he's not really his friend, but he gives him all this advice, um, so that he can be kind of cool, and he tells him that he shouldn't have his mom. He should have his mom drop him off, like, not in front of the school because it's embarrassing. And I'm thinking. What elementary kid really cares that their mom drops them off at this front of the school? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I, like, seriously didn't care. My mom still drops me off in front of Yeah, what? when I was in high school, my mom dropped me off, picked me up at the front of the school. So it's just like... We're nerds. <laughs> we're nerds! Except we don't collect butterflies. Or play the harp. Yes. So we're, we're cooler than that. My hair is cool. 
My hair is kind of cool. Anyways, this episode <laughs> had so many, you know, random lessons, you know. No, it about, didn't have yeah, yeah. one lesson. Oh, what is that lesson? The lesson is you cannot let people determine who you are just because they are teasing you. Yeah, that's first one. Then there's don't run away from your fears. That is not the Yeah, that, that is one in there. And, um... Ugh, be yourself. <laughs> that is not... Okay, there was just a lot. Be yourself, guys. Anyways, this I don't like... It wasn't that good, and... I feel like if they did it... this Redid this episode, they could do it a lot better. Probably. But, still, it was... I like it. Again, the highlight of this episode is between the conversation of the dad and the son, when the son gives his life to God. Yeah. And that's probably the best part. And it was just a really good, you know, talk and discussion, but really my overall thoughts were just that this episode wasn't that good because had so many weird lessons and stuff. But that wasn't my main point. My main point was why would they put this episode at the end of the album? I think recollections should have been at the yeah, end. Yeah, me too. I think they should have switched that around. Or just put this in the middle somewhere. I mean, this is a bad episode to end with. That's my my thing that I got frustrated with. Is like, what? Recollections is such a good episode. And it's it's a great episode to put at the end of an album. You know, look. You know, we got to see all these characters. And then we get to see the look back at them. And where they are now, you know. And learn a lot about them. And then that ends the first album. But anyways, this was actually the first episode... To not have any of the normal characters. Yeah, no wit. Not featuring, yeah, wit. And you know what they say, you know, live and learn, you know. If you mess up, then just get back up again. That's what they did because they totally failed by not having wit in here. What? <laughs> That's what they, they failed, but they learned from Actually, it. Actually, some of my most favorite episodes feature no wit, Mr. Whitaker at all. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This was their first one and they failed. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> You're mean. And I'm giving this like I don't know. You're stars. meaner to Freddie Hart than two stars. Those bullies. Doesn't mind. I'd give it three. Three? You think this is an average episode? Yes, I, I think like it's a it. little on average, but it's a good um lesson. I like the lesson. Sorry, people. Sorry, I don't have such an in-depth view on this because yeah, we don't really have an in-depth one. Because I didn't want to spend time listening to it twice. Oh, that's mean. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I love this. But seriously. Let your mom blow kisses to you when you go to school. It's okay. It's okay, guys. Okay, well, now we're at the end of our podcast. And first, I'd like to thank everyone who sent in their questions for our interview with David Griffin, a.k.a. voice of Jimmy Barkley. We're going to have that up soon. Well... Not soon, like next week. <laughs> and uh, this is actually, we're officially over with the first album. Yes. It Hallelujah. Took, Praise the Lord. It took a long time, but we're finally done, and we're moving on. We're moving on to brighter pastures. To the second album. so Which is much brighter, I assure you. Yep. So, thanks for listening. <laughs>